Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hershorn. Today, I am talking with the one and only Lisa Simone Richards. She is a publicist for online coaches who want to confidently stand out to attract more people. She's here to show you how to become an influential coach and expert in your industry. When she's not speaking on stages across North America or shooting national TV segments, you can find her swinging a kettlebell at a dog park or baking her next experiment in the kitchen or sitting on a Zoom call with a kitty cat or two. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks so much for being here today. I'm so psyched to have this conversation with you today. Thank you so much for inviting me to join, Melanie. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And I'll tell you that PR has such a special place in my heart because that was my first, I want to say, career in quotation marks. And I worked as a publicist in Hollywood with celebrities. And that was a story. It created many, many stories. And this was before, you know, iPhones. So it's not like I have a million pictures of me as proof. So let's talk about how important publicity really is for a business owner. And to start, if you could tell people the difference between publicity and marketing, because often they don't quite understand that PR in and of itself is something special. Yeah, 100%. I remember a few years ago seeing this commentary about uh, it was a Porsche and like what advertising is and what marketing is and what public relations is. So I'll try and do my best here to kind of capture the essence of what they said. But it was something like marketing is saying, hey, I'm a Porsche and I can, you know, rev up to 60 MPH in a minute or whatever it is in six, zero to 60 seconds. And public relations is someone saying, oh my gosh, you need to check out that Porsche. It can go from zero to 60 in like 10 seconds. So it's a difference between standing on, on the rooftop and saying, hey, look at me and I'm, I'm an amazing coach. I'm so good. You should work with me versus having other people sing your praises and do that third party endorsement saying, oh my gosh, you need a coach. You need to go to Melanie. You need to go to Lisa. They are fantastic at what they do. So really, what do people trust? A third party endorsement, not the person who says, look at me, I'm awesome. So in this day and age where I love social media and we have the opportunity to control our content to get in the DMs of our ideal clients, it's also what everybody else is doing that doesn't make you special. But when you are interviewed on television, when you're interviewed on a podcast like this, or when you're speaking on a stage, people who are watching know that not just anybody gets tapped to do that. And all of a sudden it makes you special. And that's why people are going to trust you. Where do you think testimonials fall into this? 
because a testimonial is a third party, but it's not an official third party. It's not like NBC said I was great. Yeah, I actually really like that you said that because something that I teach in a five-day workshop that I host is how to build credibility. So one of the things I say for people who have not yet had an opportunity to get media exposure is to have testimonials. Depending on the industry and your client's permission to do so, have an image of them, have a first and last name. It can't just be like Nancy J from Boston. That could be anybody. You want it to be someone that could be actually Googleable, so we know it's not Aunt Sally. Have them talk about what inspired them to work with you. Where were they before? What was the journey like and where are they now? So having that kind of third-party endorsement is definitely a good start. And we also know that when we log on to the websites of those coaches that we admire, who we look up to and whose careers we want to emulate, often before you've even scrolled, one of the first things that's going to be there is as seen in Forbes, Fast Company, Inc. Think about any conference you've gone to, the speaker who's being announced on stage. It's not, here comes Lisa with 2000 Instagram followers. Like, no, it's Lisa has been featured in shape, self, whatever it's been. So those are the kind of credibility builders. Like, it's just such a small thing. But it's really what elevates you from everybody else hanging up a shingle saying, hey, look at me, I'm a coach with an online business. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more with that. So somebody who is a solopreneur and they don't have a publicist like you doing all the hard work for them, you know, as a publicist, you need to have those existing relationships with the media. Any old person can't just call up, you know. Yes, they can. Really? That's what I love teaching my clients. I feel like there's this curtain behind the world of PR where it's like, oh, I have to be working with an expensive publicist or I have to have a certain name or association. Like, no, you just need to know the formula. Where do you want to be featured? Who is the gatekeeper? How do you find their contact information? And how do you pitch them a compelling story idea that offers value to their audience so that they will be willing to feature you? So most of the time when my clients are getting featured in Forbes on NBC, the funny thing is people will come to me and they're going to hire me. They're like, so Lisa, tell me about your relationships. I'm like, I mean, I have a few friends in the fitness industry, but I don't have a ton of relationships. I know how to find the right person how to make a compelling ask and not make it like, hey, my name's Lisa and I'm a coach and I have a PR business and I teach publicity. Like, do you want to do an article about me? No, I know how to position it in a way that's valuable to get them to say yes. So yeah, no, you don't need the relationships. I think that's a big lie in the world of PR. I love that we just busted that myth. That's fantastic. So I've been on both sides of it. I used to pitch, but I also used to get pitches when I worked as a reporter. And so often it's just like a media release. And are media releases good or are they kind of very 2005? What a fun question. So I just onboarded a new client, probably one of the biggest clients I've worked with in my own private business. And we were having this debate and the ink isn't dry on the paper yet. So, you know, you kind of want to be a little trepidatious until it's dry. But he was like, so we're going to do a release. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to do a release. And he was like, no, we should. And I was like, you know what? I think press releases are very much a very, a 2007 kind of thing. Oh, I was two years off. Sorry. (laughs) Right. I think if you are Apple and you are releasing a new iPhone and there are technical specs behind it. There could be a merit to it. If there's something that's very story driven that you're releasing, there could be merit to it. But really what I focus on in my business and what I teach my clients, like if you're in lifestyle in some capacity, if you're a life coach or something like 99.9% of the time, you do not need a press release. All you need to do is send an email to the gatekeeper who has the power to decide, yes, we will put them on television. No, we will not feature them in this article. Just send them an email in a 
in a way that offers value again. And I think that's the thing I'm going to keep hammering in on. And what I was sharing with my client last night is, you know, I've been in PR for 18 years. Like I was in first year university knowing this is what I want to do. So I've never even really dabbled in anything else. And I can tell you as a fact for sure with working in agencies, startups, solopreneurs, my own business, never once have I seen a three or four page article come out of a magazine because of a press release. Never. It's always based on a really good story that's been positioned in a way that creates value, but it's never been because, you know, December 18th, 2020, Toronto, Ontario, Lisa Simone Richards launches new public relations company. Like, it doesn't work that way. So do you feel like you need a press release? You probably don't. And I love that you bring that up. How much time does it take for a business owner to even get the first bite? Let's say they figured out who the gatekeeper is. And they know they want to get on the ABC news in their hometown. And they they have a friend of a friend or whatever. How much time could it take? I mean, it could take nine months, right? It's just a question of being, I don't know. This is where I wish I could have a really good, like clear cut answer for you. But the truth is that I don't. And when people work with me as a publicist, I always have to make the disclaimer. I cannot guarantee publicity for you. I guarantee that you're going to get the same great coaching and pitching that all my clients do. We're going to bring our creativity to the table. But unless you're paying for an ad placement, there are no guarantees. So that being said, what does the timeline look like? It can vary. I have clients who have literally never, ever been in the media before, and we've pitched them to a news station. One of my clients, Jen, she got on NBC within two weeks, never was featured anywhere before. And then she was on NBC Chicago, which is, you know, no small piece of media coverage. That's a big market right there. Right. I have another client I was working with, and within 10 days, he landed a quote in Forbes. On the other hand, I remember one of the first private clients that I worked with. So like the most amount of money I'd ever taken from an individual in my own private business. We had a six month contract and we were on month five and we hadn't gotten to the goal yet. We had some little wins along the way, but I'm feeling really heavy. Like this woman trusted me with a lot of money and we haven't gotten a feature. And at month five, we cracked the code and we got in and then we had an immediate big win after that. So I think what that's to say is this isn't a short-term game. It's not like, well, I'm going to send one pitch and it's going to happen. No, you may have to be persistent before they take you seriously or before they put you on. But what I would like to add on to that is it's like, um, I call it a media snowball. And the first hit is always the hardest. The first pitch is always going to be the hardest to get that coverage. But often when you get one piece of coverage, then things become reactive. So what happened for one of my clients, they did a segment on television, their chiropractor. So they were like, Lisa, we want to talk about elbow wrist alignment. I was like, guys, that's so boring. No one cares, which is really hard to have to tell your clients because we all think what we do is interesting. But I'm like, guys, no. But anyways, Kim Kardashian goes to England that week. She takes 1500 selfies. This is like 2017 or no, it had to be way earlier than that. Kind of like the dawn of the front facing camera. So maybe like 2015, 2014. So we did an article, we did a pitch around like selfie elbow. What happens when you're constantly going like this with your wrist and your elbow to take selfies? Because Kim Kardashian just did that in London and took 1500. So we capitalized on something that was popular, interesting, newsworthy, 
And that's why it got covered. So long story short, one of the doctors was featured on national news that morning. He got a call in the office that day saying a radio producer was watching the news that morning and they would love to do that segment on the radio station. So he does it on radio. And a magazine editor had listened to the radio station and was like, oh my God, we could totally do something from this in print in the magazine. Could you write an article about it? Long story short, five years later, those twins are still submitting an article to the magazine every single month. Wow. So the first one was hard. And then once they got it, all of these reactive opportunities started coming in. So public relations and media is for the long game. It's for the serious entrepreneur. If you're in this like six weeks till a laptop lifestyle business, like this is not your game. But if you're here because you want to make an impact and you actually want a business that's still standing three years from now, five years from now, because you want to have a reputation as an expert in your industry, this is one of the smartest games you can play when it comes to getting exposure and visibility. Oh, absolutely. And I always say marketing, marketing too, is the long game. You know, when I'm sending out email campaigns or writing blog articles week after week, no, it's not going to be an instantaneous response, but it absolutely builds upon itself. And I love that snowball analogy because we were actually able to visualize that of this person rolling in the snowball, (laughs) the snowball growing. I love that. And let's think about how nicely everything plays together because without you or I, somebody is pitching to the same audience over and over again, and eventually it's going to dry up. If they go straight to you with the marketing and they have the funnel and all the systems set up, what they need are the leads to go through that funnel in the system. So when you put publicity in the middle there, now you're bringing in new eyes to look at this content who can now go through this funnel. So you can't skip a step because the system isn't going to work. Like I I think something that comes up for me, especially with entrepreneurs who are just getting started and they feel like, well, I've done one coaching program. Why isn't my business working? I'm like, Coca-Cola doesn't have a sales department and marketing department and all these other departments just because they're bored. Like there are different elements you need to master to get the whole thing running. Yes. And, you know, I always say it takes a village and whether that village is people within your company or people you hire to coach you to take the right steps, your business does not exist in a vacuum. And PR is such a great element because as we talked about that credibility, that's going to mean the difference between a higher paying client and somebody maybe not signing on. Absolutely. Like when I I even think about the proposal I sent out a few days ago and I had my own imposter complex because my accountability partner was like, stretch your price to X. And I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I could charge that. But as I was writing out the proposal, I was like, Lisa Simone Richards has been featured on XYZ publications and she's spoken on ABC stages across Canada and the U S and she's helped businesses create XYZ results. And I was like, Oh yeah, drop that number. No problem. And they didn't even ask me a question about it. They were like, great, okay, let's send us over the paperwork and the contract we're in within 24 hours. So again, because when they went to Google me, because they told me they did their research. So remember, guys, when your clients are thinking about hiring you, they're not just like, oh, okay, let me just take out my credit card. They're going to do the research. So they researched me and they found me on stages and they found me on publications and they found my expert opinion featured in places to know that I'm a thought leader in the industry. And that made my price tag. They didn't question it. If I had no accolades and I was just, you know, Joe Blow from North Dakota, no offense, Joe Blow, I may not have been able to charge that price because I wouldn't have had the credibility to get away with being a premium service. Absolutely. So someone who has never done PR before, what next steps or first steps do you think that they could take when they are done listening to this podcast? 100%. So 
one of the things I always tell people to do, or I, you know, I recommend that people do is climb what I call the ladder of publicity, because the truth is everybody who comes to me, whether they've never been in the media before, whether they've done a million appearances, there's always that imposter complex that comes up about, Ooh, should I really put myself out there? Who am I to do that? So for those people who are just getting started, we know the imposter complex is going to come up. We know the perfectionist is going to come up and try and sabotage us. So fantastic. We've got that awareness. Let's work with it and not go against it. So what I recommend getting started doing is go on Google and type in quotation marks, write for us, W-R-I-T-E, write for us in your industry, write for us publicity, write for us coaching, write for us marketing, write for us weight loss, whatever that is. And what's going to come up in the results is a number of websites that are looking for content contributors, just like you. They may not be the biggest, sexiest names out there, but it's a good place to get started. And now what you can do is rather than writing a piece of content for your blog, which maybe might get 100 hits a month, you know, now you can write it for a bigger site that has a bigger platform. So one of my clients, Jennifer, she wrote an article or she was interviewed for an article on a site called pop sugar, which is huge with millennial audiences. Within about seven days, that article had 2,200 shares. If anybody is listening to this has had that happen on a personal blog, hit me up, let me know. I'd love to know what the secret was. But if somebody else has a bigger platform with your ideal client, leverage their audience and just get seen there instead. What I like about the right for us strategy is you can be behind your keyboard. Perfectionists can step in and you can check it in 24 hours and make sure you wrote it the way you want to. And you can send it to people to review and you can just acknowledge that piece is going to come up and then you send it in. And now once it gets published, what's it going to feel like when you Google your name and you see yourself in a place that isn't just your site? And then think about when you keep doing this and show up in more places, what does that do for your own level of confidence? Then I'm going to layer on two more if you don't mind. No, please. I'm eating this all up. I love this. Okay, awesome. So once you start contributing content and people are reading your content and seeing your name when they Google you, what I recommend next is getting interviewed on podcasts like this. Like, this is easy. Melanie and I are having a conversation. I don't feel like pressure, like there's an audience of stage or stage of thousands of people watching me or anything like that. It's just a chat. So it takes some of that pressure off. It's definitely stretchier than just writing behind the safety of my keyboard, but it's manageable. It's a conversation. So start doing podcasts next. And then what I recommend from there is now start being seen. And that doesn't need to mean television if you're not ready for that. What could you be doing in terms of doing a Facebook Live in somebody else's group so you're getting in front of new people? Could you maybe do an Instagram takeover because you're already doing stories, but now log into somebody else's account, do a swap for the day where they're in yours, and now just do those on someone else's account where you're bringing in new leads. So it's all about leveraging and getting new eyes in front of you. So now we've gone from writing and being read. We've gone from to being heard on podcasts and now we're being seen. So we've created a really good media mix because we know people like to consume content of one of three ways, reading, listening, or watching, and you've covered your bases. So that is how I recommend people move up and build their confidence along the way. That is fantastic. I love that idea. And could we go a step further that if they feel that there is something newsworthy, They could figure out who the right person to pitch to is and send an email to them in their local news station. Yeah, 100%. Here's the tip for you. Go on Google, search your local morning television show. So here in Toronto, it's Breakfast Television. That's a really popular one. Just go on Google and search Breakfast Television Toronto or breakfast television producer. That's what I wanted to say. So type in your morning show at home in the producer, a name will most likely come up. Do another Google search, producer name, email address. Okay, maybe you've probably found their email and now you just have to send a pitch. 
There. Now, all of your excuses for why you don't get publicity, guys, is going out the door. I'm just dropping freebies of all the stuff that I save for my clients so that you don't have the excuse to not put yourself out there. Well, we appreciate that so much. And if somebody would like to work with you and find out all about your program and all your amazingness, how would they do that? Yeah, you know what I would love to say, because a lot of people listening to this show are kind of getting started, or maybe they dabbled, it can feel overwhelming. Like, where do I start with publicity? Should I be going for television? Should I try for a website? Should I be on podcast? Like, which one makes sense? So what I actually put together a few months ago was a quiz. It's called Uncover the Best Way to Get the Word Out About Your Coaching Business. So if anybody wants to figure out, okay, I'm the kind of person who loves being on stage, like that's me personally, throw me up on a stage any day, and I'll be like, put your phones down, guy, only child syndrome, pay attention to me. Other people, that's terrifying and you might prefer to write something. So let's figure out what your personal gifts are, number one. The second thing that quiz does is identify what are your business goals. Do you have a launch coming up and you need buzz? Are you trying to get credibility so people take you seriously in the industry? So once we figure out what are your personal gifts and what are your business goals, I'm going to give you one of five ways that you should start getting visibility for your business now. And not only will I tell you what that way is, but I'll even send you a training video so you can put it into practice. Because if you can tell from this podcast, I hate when people just like take a bunch of notes and it's all well and good. You gotta do something with it. If you would like to uncover the best way to get the word out about your coaching business, that quiz is available at www.lisasimonerichards.com slash quiz. Lisa, thank you so much. This has been informative, exciting and fun and totally lighting a fire under my butt to do something about PR. (laughs) Yes. Get out there for other people's audiences. It's so much fun when my clients are like, Oh my God, Lisa, I did a TV segment this morning for the first time. And all of a sudden I got a hundred new Instagram followers and my email list is growing and my sales calendar is filling up. And I'm like, yeah, and you didn't pay for that. How cool is that? That's the best. Thank you so much for joining today. Thank you. I absolutely love sharing these gems with you. You've written a book. Now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.